Hi there, this is Paula Jones and this is Autistic Women Working, the weekly podcast for newly diagnosed autistic women who want to learn to thrive in a world that's not designed for you and me. Hi there, this is Paula and welcome to Autistic Women Working, the podcast where we talk about autism, being at work and adulting. And this week we're going to talk a little bit about metacognition, which is just a fancy way of saying of thinking about what you're thinking. I don't know about you, but as I've got older, I care less what people think about me and how they think about what I'm doing and how I'm doing things. But when I was younger and I was at work and before I was diagnosed autistic, I cared an awful lot about being found out and about, you know, being the imposter and do people think I can really do this job? Can I really do this job? Do I think I can do this job? And I would go to great lengths to make sure that I did things to as damn near perfection as I possibly could. And as we all know, perfection doesn't exist, never has, and it never will. But that didn't stop me from trying to be this perfect at everything person. And I do still have a bit of a hangover from that. Because today I'm not well, and it's podcast recording and uploading day. And I was thinking, shall I leave it till tomorrow? But I've got into this groove now because it's podcast recording and uploading day. I couldn't tell you how many listeners I have. I might have none. But if I have listeners, they might have started to recognise that Tuesday is the day that this podcast comes out. And if that's the case, then I don't want to let anybody down. So I'm here, I'm recording, I'm not well, so that little bit of perfectionism has still got a bit of a hold over me. Because there are people that I care about, and there are situations that I care about. However, as I've got older, and I think it's an age thing, rather than an autism thing, I care less, in general, about how people perceive me and also how I perceive others and that's a good thing because it gives us a sense of freedom that we've not had before and it's great so that's pretty cool but if you were in that that particular state of at work I want to know that I am doing the best possible job that I can and also why wouldn't you we spend most of our waking lives at work So why wouldn't you want to do a good job? But if your sense of identity kind of hangs on you doing this great job, then there is going to be this element of perfection that is around you all the time. And it's very hard to let go of that. And wondering how people perceive you is going to be an everyday part of your life. And... You don't want to bugger things up. It's 
a normal feeling that you don't want to be effed up at this time in your life. You want to have things sorted. You want to feel as if at this time in your life you've got your act together. And when you're not feeling that, when you're at work and you're crying in the loo, or before you go to work you're crying for half an hour in the shower before you can go and put your makeup on, it's not a great feeling, it's not a great place to be in because you've got to put your game face on, because you've got to steal yourself, because you've got to get that mask on before you can be any good to anybody. So, I want you to have a think, I'm giving you homework again, but I want you to have a think about your thoughts. So, metacognition is just simply that. It's thinking about the way that you think. We know that we have trouble with identifying feelings, but thinking about thinking, metacognition, thinking about thinking, is really helpful for autistic people because the quality of our thinking, that's something that we can get to grips with and we can take a look at that and think, okay, I'm thinking that I need to be perfect. And then if you take a step back from that, you can say to yourself, okay, I notice that I notice I'm thinking I need to be perfect. What's the quality of that thinking? What is the benefit of that thinking? What do you gain from that thinking? Is it genuinely, again, something that you can get from thinking that way? Because thinking that way will evoke a feeling. And the feeling, you may recognise it. You may recognise it as making you feel inferior to other people. That you're never going to be quite good enough. That you're always going to wonder if you're quite up to scratch. You might recognise that as a feeling. So is that feeling useful? Is it worth it? Is it worth the agony that you put yourself through? Or is there a better way of thinking about yourself? So if we think about it in different terms, if we think, okay, the job that I'm doing... I do to the best of my capabilities. And if I look at the achievements over my life and what it's taken me to get here and how hard I've worked to get here, I deserve to be here. And I've worked so hard and I've done well to get here. And I'm proud of my achievements. That flip sides it. Because when you look at the evidence, you can't deny the evidence if it's real. And that metacognition, that flip-siding your thinking, will allow you to feel differently. And again, you might not even be able to identify the feeling. Or you might think, who are you trying to kid? But look at the evidence in front of you. And you can't deny it. I sometimes feel like, who's going to want to listen to me? You know, I, I don't know if I've got an audience. I don't look. But I look at the evidence that I've got in front of me. I look at my my degree. I look at my 
my postgraduate stuff. And it's all on the wall in front of me as I'm talking to you. I look at my hypnotherapy qualifications. I look at my coaching qualifications. Even my autism awareness diploma. Like, I need an autism awareness diploma. But, you know, I'm looking at all of this and I know I've done it. It's there right in front of me. I know that I'm doing this master's degree because I was sitting note-taking before and I'm thinking about my, my project for this term's assignment. So I know that I'm doing it. That's the evidence. So that's the evidence that's got me to where I am at this point in my life to get me to be running my own business, having my own clients, etc., etc. And it's there. I can't deny it. And I don't have to be perfect. The great thing about my job is I don't have to have all the answers. I just need to be the right person for the right client and know how to ask the right questions for the right client. So when you're thinking about your thinking, step back from it. You step back from it and look at it as if you were a third person and always put that little caveat in the middle where you're saying, I notice that I notice I'm thinking. This is called diffusing a thought. It's a bit like defusing a bomb because you know we can let our thoughts run away from us and really get us in a pickle. When you let your thoughts run away from you, it's so easy to do for us because we're autistic and we get to that point of feeling this is this is all too much. I don't know why anybody would listen to me, why anybody would take me on at work. What's the point of it all? And when you get to thinking, what's the point of it all? That I'm a bit of a nihilist, I have to admit, but I'm a very cheerful nihilist. I often think there's not a point to any of this, but... I also believe you make your own point to all of this. And I've found my reason for doing what I do and my reason for life, despite having a difficult life and despite being autistic, despite having Parkinson's disease, despite having a difficult life, despite going through domestic violence, despite all sorts of things that have happened to me that all seemingly happened in one go and just, just wrecked me for a time. I've found my purpose in life. I've found the reason for it. When we get in that, that pit of despair, it's very hard to get out of and the tiniest sliver of hope that you can have is so worth it. So just step back and listen to your thoughts not to your feelings, because your feelings will drag you under so quickly, but your thoughts can be changed. The first thing that makes you really aware of your feelings is your thoughts. So if you can catch a thought as it goes by and just examine it and think, okay, what's this thought? What's it telling me? Okay, and listen to it, observe it, and notice it. And then, okay, I notice that I'm feeling useless. Okay, I've noticed that I notice that I'm feeling useless. Note that puts you one step behind that. Okay, I've noticed that I've noticed that I'm feeling useless. And then 
you can examine, okay, what is it that's making me feel useless? What's what's happened recently? What's what's going on around this? What's the environment that's making me feel useless? Is it your diagnosis? For some people it is the diagnosis. It's a grieving process. I think I talked about that last week or the week before, that it's a grieving process and you grieve for the life that you had before. Some people talk about autism as being a superpower and I think you have to pick your audience very carefully with that and it's not a superpower for everybody. Depends on how they view it, you know, if they view it as a disorder. I view it as a different way of being and a different way of thinking and I wouldn't change being autistic because it changes the essence of me and I don't know how to be anyone other than me. But it does bring its own problems like... Will I ever match up? Will I ever be good enough? Will I ever stop thinking? God, will I be found out? Will I ever be able to do this? Will it ever stop me thinking when I get my results back from university? I hope I've scraped through. Because that's absolutely what I thought for my previous assignment and I got a distinction. I can't measure what marks I could possibly get but I thought I hope I've scraped through I got a distinction you know I'm not flexing here I'm just saying how it is because I can't measure my own performance without having this evidence in front of me but look at the evidence Look at the evidence and do a bit of metacognition. And know that as you get older, it does get easier. You do care less what people think about you. You do care less about being judged. Because we all judge over some things. But they're not as deep as you might think. And you know that phrase, dance like no one's watching? Well, they're not really, because we're all too busy checking our phones. So don't worry about that too much. So, examine the quality of your thinking. And really look at the, the quality And when I say quality, I mean, is it good thinking? Is it stinking thinking? Is it useful? Is it good? Is it something you'd say to a friend? Is it something that you would like to have somebody say to you? And if it isn't, then maybe it's time to change the quality of what you're thinking because what you're thinking dictates how you're feeling and when you can't really spot what you're feeling knowing what you're thinking is half the battle okay that's all I've got for you for this week hopefully next week I'll be feeling a bit better but I hope you got something from this week and I will see you next time peace everybody bye